0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Today, I'm joined by a new mother, <laughs> Rachel Mansfield from Rachel Mansfield. I want to ask about that also. Yeah,
1: who obnoxiously leaves out the E in their name. I, I <laughs> But don't like, know. there has to be a story. <laughs> there is. Okay.
0: So we will deep dive into that. Um, But we are to set the scene. We're in Rachel's apartment with her newborn who's one month today, baby Ezra Carpenter. He's the cutest thing in the world. And she's a true life working mom because she's breastfeeding while we're doing the podcast.
1: Yeah, he's currently on my left nip. So (laughs) there's a very short window of time to talk about him.
0: If we pause, that is probably why. Um, So, Rach, I know... I've talked to you a little bit about this. I've ran through like the idea that I wanted to do a podcast, but the way I'm kicking off all the episodes is a little different where I have set questions I want to ask each person and usually I feel like those are at the end, but I actually like to put them in the beginning to spark conversation. they're fun. They're good combo starters. Yeah, exactly. So my first one is how would you define success?
1: I think it's hard to define success because it's not the same for everyone. 100%. So, for me personally, success is having success in my marriage, with mm-hmm. my family, in my business, and just if I'm happy and content. Yeah. And I think at, for a while, I thought success was only about money. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, money is important, yeah. at least to me. But now, success is so much more than that, especially after having a son. Like, I, was I just think that's. F like the most type of that's like the big biggest success of my life. Yeah.
0: Because I've talked with a few friends and it's something I talk with my therapist honestly often about is managing my expectations for success now that I'm my own boss. In okay, is it how fulfilled I feel? Is it just how much money I'm making because I do think success is tied so much to money in this world we live in. But I feel I I remember I asked you when I first came over after you had Ezra, like, does nothing else matter anymore? Like, do you feel as if there's only one thing in this world that matters? And that must have really changed your success, your view on success because you just birthed a human.
1: And even just my view on, like, happiness and just life itself. It's so different now. Like, nothing else matters. So, if yeah. in the past, I could be walking into a store and someone could not hold the door for me, and I would probably stand in my bath, oh, what an asshole. Yeah. And can I curse on here? Yeah. Oh, hell okay. yeah. And then, now, <laughs> I'm Please, just, like, <laughs> I just, like, I just want to make sure. And now, I just, like, I don't, is Ezra healthy? Is he happy? Is he good? And the, that's it all doesn't that matters. Matter. Yeah. It's like, yeah. he is
0: really the only thing that matters. Literally. Oh, and he's the cutest thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> All right, so the second question that I like to ask because I think we spend a lot of time saying great things about other people and we're a little less likely to humbly brag about ourselves, but what would you say the, your favorite characteristic about yourself is? Um,
1: that's a good one. Uh, I would say, so I was just talking to a friend earlier about how much this word is so overused, but I would have to say like, real mm-hmm. almost like brutally honest, honest. and real you at are times. very honest yeah i think that you, you call know, it how it is yeah and that you know bite, bites me in the ass a lot because i definitely have like a short if so like i can answer pretty short to people at times mm-hmm. but when i went to go see an energy healer one, she told me that the people that i'm hardest on and that i'm shortest with are the ones i love the most which i thought was really interesting
0: that is interesting, but yeah. I I totally believe that because think about how polite and kind we are to people we just meet, whereas people we exactly. know we're like yes
1: no like shut up you're yeah, annoying like you're annoying why are you I doing hate that? that shirt like, yeah exactly mom exactly. mom you don't look good today like there's just like I don't know I think and then even just on within my own brand and on social media yeah I anytime I'm going through like a vulnerable or you know not so pretty time I mm-hmm. talk about it whether it's when I'm in the trenches or the aftermath of yeah. that. And I think that like being just like real and being yourself is important. Mm -hmm.
0: Which I think is also something that's difficult as a quote unquote influencer or someone who has a presence on social media. It's hard to really be vulnerable in the moment because I know I feel this way when I am dealing with like health issues or something to talk about them because a lot of people look to these accounts, I'm sure, especially you, as if like they might have the answers and so then I feel people come to you for the answers that you might not have in that moment because you're dealing with it yourself. And then it yeah. almost becomes more overwhelming.
1: That's why in any of the issues I've ever gone through, I've actually never spoken, spoken about them until after, until I've not like solved it, but until I'm in a place where, cause I know that, you know, when you put yourself out there, there's going to be comments and inquiries and in anything, yeah, whether lot. they're good or bad, but when I, Jordan, and I struggled with infertility for a year and a half, and mm-hmm. I didn't talk about it once during That's that year true. and a half. Yeah. I spoke about having hormone imbalance issues and that I wasn't getting my period. And, but even that I held inside for a while. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we, like, until I was pregnant for three months that I actually started talking about it and shared every single detail of right. like our infertility journey. But I'm not, I'm personally just not comfortable talking about issues when I'm going through them because if people are going to look, for, to like relate and have advice and mm-hmm. you know figure out what they can do if they're going in a similar situation I feel that I would be doing them a disfavor if I were to sh- be showing them like all of the trials and tribulations that yes. I'm going through because you don't know what's working yeah like what's not. I did so much stuff for infertility and it's nice that I know what stuff worked and what stuff doesn't and It was helpful to like kind of save it all for later.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And while we're on the topic, can we talk a little bit about your brand and what you've created? Because I do think, and I don't think I'm alone in thinking this, that you're one of the first like food bloggers that really opened up this scene. So. I know your story, but for those who don't,
1: do you want to give us a little tidbit of your history? Yeah, I haven't, oh my God, I haven't told the story in so long. I also, I mean, I did have a baby a month ago and mom brain and mom, like, Brain farts are so real. So if I make no sense, I apologize in advance. Totally fine. We can edit it to make sure (laughs) it sounds right. (laughs) Or people can listen and say, wow, that girl is an idiot. Um, (laughs) So I've had my blog for four years now. Okay. And when I started, I was working as the earned media manager at a healthy food and beverage company in the space. And I was overseeing all their social media and PR. And that was really on bloggers and influencers were starting to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that was when the space was really starting. It was so yeah. exciting. Um, and I always saw the potential of where that was going to go down the road. I remember starting the Instagram account for that brand and sending the first package to like different people in the space, hoping they'd post about it on their account. Are and... you friends with any of those people now? Yeah, Jordan Younger, Jordan one was? of my best friends. That's so funny. Yeah, we met just because I used to collaborate with her from a brand side. Um, so I always had a passion for bloggers and the yeah. blogging space from an early, early point. Um, and when I was working at that job, I felt that I was really undervalued and undercompensated. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make more money. I mean, I'm yeah. sure 95% of the people listening, you know, you who doesn't want to make more money. Yeah. But we were living. Jordan and I, um, my husband. Then at the time, my yeah, we were engaged. We were living in Chelsea in, like, an overpriced apartment Mm -hmm. that we couldn't afford, and I needed to make more money so I could afford to, like, do things and experience the city. breathe in New York City. Exactly. So I turned to him. We were sitting on the couch, and I said, I want to make overnight oats in a jar, and I want to sell it to people on the sidewalk, like, deliver it to them, like, wherever I could sell it in Mm -hmm. New York and deliver it. And he just kind of laughed, and Jordan's very – he's a lot more, like, even-keeled than I am. Mm And He's like, okay, like – you know, if you really want to do that, we'll look into getting a commercial kitchen, but why don't you just start by posting recipes and see if people care? Which was, you know, a more logical way to start a business. <laughs> so I started posting recipes and it really just spiralized from there. And I kind of forgot about even selling overnight oats. I just loved being in the kitchen so much yeah. and creating new things besides things that are centered around oatmeal. But all my recipes at first were, all had oatmeal in them. I thought it was going to be an oatmeal that. only blog. Um and eventually, I was actually fired from that job And in that December. So, f- February, I started my blog and brand. And then by December, I was fired because I was told there was going to be a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pretty much sulked in self pity for a month over the holidays because no one's hiring. No one's hiring. And that was now like three years? Ago three, cause yeah. Because I went to your two year Fired
0: party. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. That was like when we just became I know. friends. No, I didn't
1: get to do one this year, sadly, because I was. It's about okay. To bust. You had a baby.
0: <laughs> I think that's um, better.
1: I think it's December 3rd or December 4th. Okay. Or December 2nd. One of those days. One of those days is when I got my braces off in seventh grade, and the other time. <laughs> Yes, I remember so that So big things happened the <laughs> I first was, weekend was of my December. my half birthday? I don't remember. Um, and so I was fi- Yeah, fired from there. Didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Um, thankfully, I collected unemployment, which yeah. was paying me the same amount of money I was making at that job, That's which just wild. shows how little uh, – yeah, I actually like was undercompensated. So if you think you're undercompensated at your job, you likely are. Yeah. Um, and about two months after that, I was – pretty much just smooth sailing and running my business and it started to really skyrocket from there the space itself was really growing I was Mm -hmm. really learning how to run a business on your own and I still only work for myself um Jordan will help me with things here and there but I just went full throttle and I remember I was sitting at a pizza place with my parents and Jordan a couple weeks after getting fired and they just looked at me and they said give yourself six months if it fails, go back to corporate America. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. And if it's a success, then then you did it. and Yeah, you'll keep doing it. And knock on wood, it's been th- it's a little been over a three years. Big success. Thank you. And I
0: agree with the six month and the corporate world's going nowhere is the assurance I left my job with of I why not take a risk? Like I can always go back mm-hmm. to do something in the corporate world, whether it's that same job or not. But there's a cubicle not... waiting for someone somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> and what do you think has been the i guess the hardest part of being your own boss but also the most fulfilling aspect
1: um i feel like they're kind of one and the same i mean the hardest part is that it's just you yeah. so it's just me um but the most fulfilling part is that i make all the the decisions mm-hmm. like i run my business myself and that definitely gets challenging especially right now i'm on maternity leave so there's no one doing my job for me when yeah. I'm on leave and it's not like I have a paid maternity leave so if I'm not making money in the next mm-hmm. most women take like what six to eight weeks or my one friend is six months maternity leave paid Damn. I, I'm not getting paid if I'm not working so it's yeah. a little bit more challenging it's a lot more pressure which that definitely has caused like I dealt with a lot, um high cortisol issues mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago like really bad ones and or high ones I should say so I think that is really a big challenge but yeah. it's also fulfilling because every year the last couple of years on New Year's Eve when we're, we had dinner like with my parents because oh we're in Florida yeah. obviously yes um I wish we were there right now um and I always go around and we always have to say what our biz- biggest success was speaking mm-hmm. of success again and I'm always so grateful for like what I've been able to accomplish with work during that yeah. year so it That's how I feel, like fulfilled from it too. I mean, you've done some really remarkable things, and I
0: think it's it goes very unnoticed. People who are their own bosses that have separate lives that they're then responsible for, like maternity leave, is a a something that should be further discussed on a corporate aspect. But when you're working for yourself, like as a follower and a consumer of Rachel Mansfield, you would never even know that you're on maternity leave like that people keep saying that to me i'm sure you're getting a lot of heat because people don't understand that you probably did work ahead of time to prepare but it's really remarkable how even with a one month old baby like how much you're able and willing to give to your brand
1: well it's hard to take that break and taking a break in and of itself isn't something i'm very good at Mm -hmm. but I love what I do so much that, you know, there's a lot of brands now that are in the like breastfeeding and mom space yeah. and they're reaching out and the way I look at it is, you know, breastfeeding is a huge part of my life now and why am I going to wait Massive till literally I life. do it for what, 13 hours a day? <laughs> I sit down and feed my son. Um, but if I if I wait till April or May or whatever the date is, like when I'm back in the kitchen, I'd be doing myself and my readers yeah. a disfavor as my son is fighting with my nipple. Um, <laughs> I'd be doing them a disfavor because you know there's a lot of great brands that make like lactation-based foods and yeah. different pump brands and different nursing bras, and they're reaching out. and Why wouldn't I want to share that? Exactly. now? It's, I'm in the I'm in the middle of it, so. And do you hard. think, with Ezra, and obviously your life changes
0: when you have a kid,
1: just you, a little, just a little.
0: <laughs> Do you foresee Rachel Mansfield moving a little bit more in a mother direction, or um, is it too early to tell?
1: It's. I always like. I mean, I never. I never went into this with a business plan. And I never give myself objectives or goals. Like yeah. I never say like I want to accomplish this this year and this this year and.
0: Which I, I want to come
1: back to because yeah. it's a very interesting topic. Um, I mean, I never because then I would just like be so consumed with it. I agree. But um, when I shared my infertility journey. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's okay. Um, when I shared my infertility journey, I didn't realize how many moms that was going to resonate with, or mo- I'm sure women who want to become moms, and just people who already have kids and they're just like, you know, I wish someone was talking about that 20 years ago when I was going through it, or you know, it was it's so awesome many to people to go that. through
0: it, and a lot of people don't talk about it. It was
1: devastating, and even when I was going through it, oh, good purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Even when I was going through it, and like my mom knew, she would talk like and would bring it up to her friends because I was I was open about it with people who knew. Yeah, me. In your just private life on social media. I wasn't blabbing about it, but my mom's friends would say, "Oh yeah, I went through that too," or "Yeah, I took Clomid and and got pregnant with IUI." And my mom goes, "I've known you for years. How did I not How know did this?" did not know that? So I think that starting that convo made me realize how many women actually do relate to that and even since giving birth to Ezra a lot of questions that I'm getting about breastfeeding and what I'm eating and Mm -hmm. what I'm doing and you know what products I bought for him and what items we love and I actually just put out a blog post today on all of our favorite items for newborns yeah and but six months ago I didn't think people gave a shit about that so I just kind of go with
0: what people want exactly and I think that's what makes your account so great is that you are relatable, but also like you're willing to just go with the flow of where the, not demand, but where people care. And I think it's hard because I would say the hardest feeling when you're going through something is the feeling of loneliness oh,
1: and absolutely. as if you're the
0: only one that this is happening to. And I'm sure you felt this way when you were struggling with IVF or not. Is it technically IVF?
1: No, no. It's just I guess you could just so call it like infertility. infertility. Yeah.
0: When you were struggling with infertility, and getting pregnant, I'm sure your newsfeed on your personal account is being blown up by people. Oh my God, babies yeah. everywhere. And then you feel a sense of loneliness and as if it's you're being targeted. And I mm-hmm. think it's so wonderful that you've told this story and really like put yourself out there in an emotional and I mean very like raw and honest way for people Thank to you. relate to because yeah. all of those people might have been feeling that loneliness that you were once feeling.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, I documented everything from our infertility journey, like yeah. all videos and Jordan giving me shots and even him giving me a shot in the middle of a grocery store because it was nine 30. I was with you. Yes. Right before, it was right after my yeah. birthday party and we stood in the like district thing in battery park. I pulled down my pants in the middle of the grocery store yeah. and he gave me an injection because it was nine 30 and that was the time you have to do it. It's so calculated. And, it happens there's like not I feel like everyone on Instagram especially and when you follow different people you you like look up to them
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in a way and you think that everything is just all heart stars and rainbows and being able to share that is was amazing because no like not everyone's life is perfect and you know I blame social media for that but I also blame ourselves because everyone needs to open up about it and that's why yesterday I went on and I looked like dog shit and I, I was just don't dying. Care. Those videos <laughs> My mom calls me. She goes, "I just watched the videos and like I know what she <laughs> means when she says videos, even though I'm like Instagram stories, but." the amount of people that kept saying to me, you look so well put together for just having a baby. And I'm just like, look at the bags under my eyes. Like, I don't look well put together. I washed my hair today. I was going to say, your hair looks very nice today. Well, I wasn't going to. And then I woke up and I looked in the mirror and like I had you coming over and another friend coming over. My dad was coming and I said, you got to take a shower and you need to wash your hair. It's been eight days. The time has come. The time has come. You've reached the limit that your hair is caked into your oomph. I just uh caked into your scalp, and you need to, like, wash it. So I brought Ezra, put his bassinet thing on the toilet, and I took a shower because letting hot water pour on your nipples when they're sore is also the Helpful. best feeling in the entire world. Yes. Good to know. <laughs> yes. Very good to know.
0: Yeah, but I think – I, I do blame social media but I also think that we all have a responsibility whether you're a whether you have like a strong following or it's just your personal yeah. account I get that it's a highlight reel and that's why we all love it and all of that but the more open we can be about things and really just show the struggles that we're going through that's what resonates with people and that's what people want to follow I know personally I did a full deep dive of who I follow and their accounts of really? Well yeah, because you know, sometimes you click you see someone and then you click on them, it's like, oh follow and you don't really think about it. And then a year later I'm scrolling through my Instagram. And I'm like, who are all these people I'm following? And some of them are Always on these gorgeous vac... You know, it's the people that make me feel not so great about myself that I'm like, why do I even need to follow these people? The travel
1: bloggers kill me right now. Like, the people who travel Because I'm like, I can't even leave to go to a grocery store right now with this newborn because he can't go outside if it's below 50 degrees. I can't look at anything. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm FOMO. I'm here braless with shit and spit up all over my shirt, you know?
0: But I do think that that is something that if you're listening to this, like, you do control... you want to see so if you're scrolling through your Instagram and constantly feeling bad about yourself like unfollow those people or mute them if you can't follow them them. anything yeah like you control who you want to follow so follow people that encourage you or inspire you or make you feel good about yourself yeah and on that note I do think I know I'm sure you get this question a ton because I I even get it pretty often but if there's someone out there who has an idea or wants to start a Instagram, whether it's in the food or wellness or whatever space, what would you recommend they do?
1: Differentiate yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Just because something works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I mean, right now the Instagram space is so oversaturated and Mm -hmm. it's not even just saturated. It's oversaturated. I go on my feed and everyone is – like how many – recipes for like a cookie do we need and mm-hmm. it's when I'm when I first started it wasn't like that and it wasn't yeah. as oversaturated there were like you know the vegan bloggers and there were like the regular comfort food type bloggers mm-hmm. and there was a gluten-free bloggers and I feel like I really wanted to be have a labelist approach to everything so it's for any type of yeah. lifestyle someone wants but now it's just I don't know it's so oversaturated to the point where I don't follow many people because I don't care Mm -hmm. i can't look at the same thing over and over again there's a like from a brand perspective like brand like as in products Mm -hmm. i won't work with a product that works with everybody because and the first thing i ask a new brand partner is who else are you working with and how many people are you working with because i i don't want to be another person that's just like scrolling on their feed i mean i don't Mm -hmm. want from like a if that even makes sense no but i know
0: as a consumer like you see one product launch a new thing and it's like that one day it's blows up your news feed because it's yeah. on every single blogger. and there's
1: products that yeah i do work like partner with them but there's those are also the products i've been eating and consuming since before i started this like mm-hmm. for example like perfect bar i've been eating oh my gosh i mean since literally since they launched when i yeah. used to have a personal trainer lol the girl days. <laughs> um this was like five or six years ago and i remember he told me about perfect bars and he told me they were in the refrigerator and i thought it was so cool and you know they were definitely partnered with a lot of people on launches mm-hmm. and we all post at the same time. But that's a brand that I've been obsessed with for more than half a decade. Yeah. Like I don't care. But if I was like that with every single brand I worked with, that wouldn't make anything that I'm saying special or real because everything, people would just be seeing it on every single like landscape. Yeah.
0: And on that note, how do you feel you specifically differentiate yourself?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Oh, thank you very um, much. How do I differentiate <laughs> myself? I think just from being myself. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Did everyone hear I that? I heard burp? that verb. Wow, Ezra, that was impressive. Oh my God, that
0: kid has eaten so much. <laughs> he's growing so fast. I
1: know. He's gained three pounds in four weeks. Um, Okay, you're still hungry. Um, how yeah, just by being myself, you mm-hmm. know and that's the key for anyone to differentiate. I agree. be yourself you know you're sure we all have things in common with other people and that's what makes our relationship special with you know ones that we love and our friends. Mm-hmm. but no one else is you. so just be you like post about the food that you love post about the recipes that you create in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Don't just do what everyone else is doing. Yeah
0: and I think that's my number one piece of advice is I always say like, Figure out what makes you unique and run with it.
1: Exactly. And like find
0: your voice. There are so many people that I find who start accounts and it's very clear who they are trying to mimic because that one person succeeded. Yes. Which that one person succeeded but not each path is linear and like they may have succeeded in a very different time with very different like situation at hand and just because one person did something and they blew up does not mean that everyone who does it will blow up.
1: I know it's at funny to say that because this week people have been sending me like screenshots of someone's account and that I didn't don't personally follow mm-hmm. and they literally mimic like the same look and the same recipes yeah. that I'm posting to the point where it's just like what do, like what am I supposed to do about that? Like if anything they should just be embarrassed because yeah not being themselves. They have to know. It's like down to like the pottery that I use. It's like it at first it's a compliment and then I'm like, this is my business. Like this is my Mm -hmm. style. This is my life and it's sad that people have to do something like that. It's like just be you. Like give Mm -hmm. your look in the mirror, like give yourself a damn good compliment and like do you.
0: Yeah. You do you. And I do think I love how you refer to because you have built a company but your business I think that you have a very like matter of fact like this is my business and you're Mm -hmm. very good at separating work from not pleasure but you know I do I think of you as like a very strong businesswoman who knows what she wants and you are not and it's the same thing as you were saying how you say it how it is like you're not afraid to state your demands and like this is what I expect and this is what I should be getting
1: yeah I mean I sometimes I feel like there's I have very high expectations (laughs) in some capacity but I think that's just part of my personality and Mm -hmm. before doing like at the previous job that I was that I was fired from before running their earned media I was the assistant to the CEO and founder Mm -hmm. and he was truly I mean granted he's the one who fired me but He was the smartest person I ever met. So, like, I learned so much from him about running a business, which I think made me a lot stronger and smarter in this space because I help a lot of my friends because they don't know what they're Mm -hmm. doing. And I don't mind. Like, I wouldn't have known what I was doing come to you all the time for advice. Yeah, but, like, I love giving advice. I love being able to help people because I want everyone to be able to do what they love and follow their passion. And most people don't because they Mm -hmm. don't know how or they're too scared. So it's it's just, like, it's nice to have someone to talk to because when I was first starting – I didn't have many people to talk to from a business sense, so I used everything that I learned at that last job, which has been so valuable.
0: Because I do think it's really tough, something that I struggle with that I've voiced to you that you've been really helpful with and mentoring me on is – It's really tough putting a price on yourself. Yes. (laughs) And we live in such a world where the standard, which is definitely changing, but the norm is that you get a paycheck. This is your annual salary. Every two weeks you get something in the mail. And that's what I was so accustomed to for five years that I definitely – I'm approaching one year of being my own boss in like the end of April –
1: so exciting um, we, we have just, to have a party for you we now will. we'll have a party
0: <laughs> we will definitely have As a party will be milk
1: wasted at the party yeah exactly
0: <laughs> um but that's something i've really struggled with of justifying my rates depending i mean yeah. through all aspects of my business it's it's hard to put a price on yourself it's not like i made this t-shirt and i think this t-shirt is worth x it's i am worth x it's truly yourself
1: yeah, it's hard because, like, every brand that you work with, not, like, one thing isn't, like, say one thing works for one brand, it doesn't mean it's going to work for the next brand. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to be able to bend that rule exactly. a bit. Exactly, it's not and, like, hard. Yeah, and I always say, you know, there is, like, the standard rate that I ch- ask for brands, but mm-hmm. the first thing that I always say to any brand that I'm just in the beginning, like, convos with about potentially working together is, mm-hmm. What are your goals? What are your objectives? To like, what are you looking to get? Like, what's the point of you working with me? Yeah. What are you looking to get out of this? And what is your budget? And then I can take that budget and build a plan that works for them and works for me because mm-hmm. nothing's cookie cutter. Just like every exactly like blogger, anyone in the space is is different. Every brand's different. So I try and always keep that in mind that if I, you know, do x y and z with one brand that's not necessarily what's going to benefit another mm-hmm. brand so that's like when you have to kind of bend the rate and yeah especially if there's a brand that i just like truly love. like i'm not even paid for a lot of the brands that i post about i just yeah. love them and if i'm going into whole foods and i'm buying them i mean people should know about them too i agree
0: and that is a good question if you feel comfortable well, so how many brands would you say you try to work with at a time
1: so i actually have like completely two years ago i restructured my business i so that. After one year of doing this full-time, I looked at – I have this thing called, like, my invoice tracker, and it basically just tells me all the brands I work with and tells me, like, if they've paid me. This is, like, the most, like, not-fancy spreadsheet Mm -hmm. Jordan I made on Excel. Like, it's nothing. I do all of mine on Excel, (laughs) Now I use QuickBooks. I've graduated. i thought about it. I don't know. I like my spreadsheet, Jordan. I'm loving my spreadsheet. I use both just because it gives me a sense of mine, and the spreadsheet's uh, just a comfort thing, but – QuickBooks is easier to track invoicing because otherwise I just get, get like mm-hmm. lost. Um, And I counted the number of brands I worked with and I felt that it was way too many. I didn't like it. So going into the following year, I only work with brands right now on something what I call a brand partnership. Mm-hmm. Not a very original name, but it does <laughs> the trick. Um, and every brand that I do collaborate with is on a 6 to 12 month basis. Which is so amazing. If a brand comes to me and they want one post... Mm-hmm i say no yeah um i just the way i look at that is even if i love the brand so much doing one post doesn't benefit me it doesn't doesn't benefit benefit the brand either and it doesn't benefit the my community looking for it because they're gonna think oh wow she posted about that granola one time and then we never saw it again Mm -hmm. um so and i really established what i like to think are quality relationships over quantity with in terms of brands i'd rather Mm -hmm work with the same brand for three years and there's some brands that I have been working with for the last three years yeah and that's really important to me too so if someone can't do six months as a minimum I'm really hesitant on even doing anything with them because I don't see the point no I agree and as a consumer I really
0: dislike when I'm scrolling through Instagram and it's you you know you see those accounts where every other post is sponsored, but it's not as if yeah. they're sponsored by the same brands over and over. It's one week take this vitamin, and then oh next my God, week take this vitamin, crazy. and then this vitamin. And it's like, no, who's benefiting here? Because I I unfollow your account, and then yes. I definitely sure as hell do not go buy those vitamins because lord knows you're not taking them either
1: exactly and i mean there's one vitamin brand that's it, a really good example because i was actually on the phone i do just feel like vitamins are blowing up <laughs> oh vitamins probiotics and cbd yes. i'm gonna blow my brains out um and it actually just so happens that this brand that i i work with most often really touches upon so many different categories and mm-hmm. um i've been partnering with garden of life now for almost three years Yeah. And i'm I've been using their vitamins religiously for years since before I was even working with them and their probiotics.
0: Oh <laughs> are God. you sleeping? As are just literally
1: he passed got out. off of her <laughs> boob
0: to burp and pass out in her hand.
1: He's exhausted. I'm going to I need a driven. photo of that. Um and I again I don't usually like to talk about brands but for the sake of just being like yeah. completely I don't want my nipple in this picture. <laughs> real and just open that that's a like brand in and of itself. They sell vitamins. They sell probiotics. They sell protein powder. And they sell everything. And I only use their vitamins. And I only mm-hmm. use their probiotics. And yeah, there's other protein powders I use. But those aren't the same things as vitamins. You need to take exactly. vitamins for months to even see results. Yeah. So And pro, same thing with probiotics. So the fact that people just, one day they're taking these vitamins, next they're taking these, the next day they're taking these probiotics, it's overwhelming. Very overwhelming. And not that we
0: have to give specific brand shout outs but is there anyone that you feel is changing the scene out there or a new brand that you found that you're obsessed with whether it's someone you work with or not
1: oh I love that question a new brand it doesn't have
0: to be new new to you someone that you're like really loving lately
1: I'm getting my phone so I can like see um
0: I can think of one that you've told me about but I can't remember the name
1: that I love what they're doing
0: well like a new thing that you're really into I'm really, or like new in your life, maybe.
1: In my like purse, like yeah, in my life. I'm new to like more lactation yeah food brands. So there's a brand, I, mean, I never know how to say it, and I actually just signed a partnership with them this morning, and I'm so excited. Um, see, I'm really good at maternity leaves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on so maternity leave for over a month for another month. Um, and they're uh make these nut balls basically, mm-hmm. and like almost like a protein powder for lactation and i've been taking them for a month now the eating the bites and using the powder and my milk supply has been insane and it's also insane just from a well-balanced diet but i'm so excited that like companies are focusing on this yeah and breastfeeding is it's really intense and it's scary because Mm -hmm. you're like oh my god what if i don't supply enough what if i can't sustain this to really feed my son or daughter and it's scary, so it's nice to have brands that are actually using quality ingredients and yeah. Ingredients that you don't necessarily have in your kitchen for a product. Um, there's also a lot of like lactation based companies that make really shitty products that have mm-hmm. ingredients that are disgusting. Yeah. So
0: Well also as a mom, you're you need something like quick.
1: Yeah. Like, and there you'll see, like yeah. I'll probably go have one actually in a few minutes because I just finished feeding him and if I don't eat like every hour I actually like get really lightheaded mm-hmm. <laughs> with breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, The new Michael Phelps, but (laughs) Rachel (laughs) like Michael Phelps. It's crazy. But then there's brands that I just love how they're continuing to innovate, and I think Mm -hmm. the child space or children's food space is huge. Yeah. So brands that started, oh my god, look at him, he's literally passed out, (laughs) and now they're making food for kids is really exciting to me. But Mm -hmm. then there's also brands like Coco Kind that I just I'm obsessed with with the fact that like they're making skincare not only affordable, mm-hmm. but, like, the the best ingredients I've in been them. using their
0: – I don't have it on right now because I don't have any makeup the on. The Stick? But, no, it's, or like, the... this rose kind of highlighter. Yes, the maca on my Yeah, I do it on my cheeks, and, like, I was taught to put it on the my nose. I beam have the moisture stick nose. right there. I really like them.
1: I use the stick on Ezra's um, head, on his hair, after we gave him really? a bath. Because he gets really – has dry skin so if Mm -hmm. I put a little bit on there it's not too oily for him and he uses the skin butter and like everything and and Cocoin's not sponsoring me to say this like these are just brands that I I truly just love um but I just yeah I think that affordability is also huge too Mm -hmm. so any brand that I think is making quality products that are affordable for consumers definitely is amazing and I know that's hard from a brand perspective to be able to do that
0: but it's very hard but I do feel that it is something as a voice in this market you have to take into consideration because you're encouraging people to go like you don't want to just preach about all these glorious products that we're getting to try maybe for free or at a discounted price and go tell everyone else to try them when it's not that reasonable of a price
1: A 100 percent.
0: and then to close off my question now that we're talking about food that I've always asked this to people because I find it's the best way to get to know them but I really like closing the podcast with it and you're someone that I'm really interested to hear your answer because I think you'll have the same excitement as me. But if you could name three foods that are the way to your heart, what would they be? So it could be like very specific, this exact sandwich from this exact place or very generic. Like,
1: Do you know what my favorite question to ask people is? No.
0: What's your last you have meal? One,
1: like, la- yeah. know no, no. Your last day of eating. You have one oh, day so left on Oh, so similar because you can't choose you one. Eat? And that, I'm answering that because I cannot answer okay, that's three fine. foods. That's fine. It's so hard. Give me your hard. last day. My last day, I would wake up and I would have banana chocolate chip pancakes. I
0: knew that was coming.
1: <laughs> with maple syrup and a little drizzle of peanut butter. Shocker. Um, then I would definitely have a perfect bar as a snack mm-hmm. because I have that as a snack every single day Lately, I've been having them at like three o'clock in the morning when i'm hungry Um, yeah, it's <laughs> your it's life wild right Um, it would be I want to say the chocolate chip peanut butter flavor It's my last flavor ever, but I know I just had that flavor combo for breakfast so I might reassess that and do the chocolate almond that's my recent okay. favorite. Is it's that like, the blue one? No, that's the blueberry cashew. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, And then for lunch, I would have a really... Oh, you know what I would actually have? I would go to San Francisco and I would go to the mill. The, I was just going to go have, to the mill. I would get the like, almond butter and jam mm-hmm. sandwich. And even though I'm so allergic to raspberries, I would be willing to get hives to have that. I have that.
0: Um, Do you remember our text when I was in San Francisco because I had to test I had to test gluten and I was so like it you was got in a, it right? Well, no, because I was in a place where I was honestly like very afraid of I was just so everything had oh. to be so perfect yeah. in my mind that like I was so pissed that I had to test gluten while I wasn't home because if I wanted to test it with like my favorite burger here yeah and like have this amazing night and it just had to be perfect. And I was really overwhelmed with the idea of eating it and then traveling the next day. I wasn't in a good mental mindset, but we were texting. I ended up going, but I got their pizza, oh, which was the pizza. so I mean, good. Bread is bread, so like I'm yeah. sure it was phenomenal. The pizza was amazing. Because it was mm-hmm. at night and I was like, I, I could have the toast, but I really want the pizza.
1: It's so good. We're actually trying to plan a trip to San Francisco for April. And I told Jordan I just want to go to the mail every single every morning for breakfast um and there's cinnamon toast what bread i didn't see that it's based. i think it's like butter and cinnamon sugar on a piece of bread uh, yum i mean i'd probably be hungry in five minutes after because yeah, there's like but, no nutritional value in that but i would definitely get the almond butter and and okay. raspberry jam maybe you guys could create blueberry you're probably not going to listen to me say this but if you can make <laughs> we'll a blueberry jam or like your blackberry anything so that it's not strawberry or raspberry that would be great um i would eat that can you have strawberries either no i'm Strawberries, I'm like deathly allergic. Like what? Yeah, my right eye was swollen shut last time I had it was strawberry like ice cream. I woke up the next morning and I had don't hives. Know this? I even had hives in my vagina. Like I had hives everywhere. 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 Holy shit! It was after I did one of those like 21 day like yeah, food yeah, elimination yeah. things, which I'm never doing again because mm-hmm. it really messed up my entire body. No offense. Like I can't do them. It, yeah. Ever since then, there's like eggplant, col- a lot of- too much cauliflower. I got developed all these allergies. And, like, I know it's because, like, oh, I, I probably was aller- always allergic to them. And then it's just after you cl- clean your liver, like, you find out you're allergic to them. Yeah. But I was perfectly fine eating strawberry ice cream and, like, having a little stomach. Wait, so after. strawberries
0: are recent. And raspberries Two are recent? Ago,
1: it's the same family. Goji berries. Wow. Yeah. It's not fun. And I love strawberry ice cream and I love strawberry strawberries.
0: Strawberry ice cream from Halo Top. My jam. I wouldn't In know Princeton. anymore. I know. Sorry. <laughs> okay so then
1: um, but then if i wasn't in san francisco <laughs> i would have a piece of thick sourdough bread like balthazar type bread yeah. with smashed avocado a little like chive or scallion cream cheese mm-hmm. smoked salmon and a poached egg or fried egg on top with yeah. some arugula sprinkled, like a big piece mm-hmm. so good and then i would have a honey crisp apple i knew that, that was coming <laughs> I feel like I could have done this day for you. I mean, I post literally what I eat, so it's very predictable. A Honeycrisp apple, and I would either, I already had a few types of nut butter, so I should probably pick something else if it's my last day. And po- Oh, some dark chocolate, like some mm-hmm. Q Kitchen cashew butter chocolate. That's
0: my favorite and one. And I would right definitely now. have the whole bar. Really? The cashew butter vanilla. It's so
1: good. I like so to eat good. it and then eat, like, lick the cashew butter and eat the yeah. other side of the I'm chocolate. I like to big an Oreo. on the
0: mint. Yeah.
1: I can't have the mint. You can not have peppermint, they say, when you're breastfeeding. What? Yeah, peppermint and parsley. Wow. It slows down your milk supply. Interesting. Well, yeah. I Luckily, I don't really do much mint, but yeah. um, so I would have that for a snack. And then People which... are probably like, I'm hanging up now. This is so boring. <laughs> but I love this question. And then for dessert, I would have – Well, are a... we not having dinner? I'm sorry. for. That's what I meant to say. For dinner, <laughs> I'm ta- thinking about – I was about to say for dessert, yes. I'm going to have a grass-fed burger. That's literally what was going to come out of my mouth. For dinner, I'm going to have a grass-fed burger with pickled onions and mashed avocado on it on a bun and it would probably be the spring bone one because that's my favorite burger in the whole world are you a sweet potato
0: but they don't have fries so would you so
1: this is what i would do Thank you for asking. Oh, you're so welcome. I would get it in the city and bring it home like I did, and like make a high your maintenance potato. <laughs> asshole last Friday who went to Springville and when the kitchen was closed I saw that. and they made me a burger. Um, and then I would have crispy Japanese sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. I personally don't really like orange sweet potato that much. Okay. If I had to pick, like I'll eat it, but mm. just because like Jordan really likes them, so it's, some, it's just easier to buy one type of sweet potato. But I love Japanese sweet potatoes. I actually have them in my fridge. I have to make them. And I would have that for dinner. And I don't like to dip them in anything, in case you're Interesting. wondering. And for des- <laughs> I am. I'm always wondering. <laughs> and for dessert, I would have a chocolate chip cookie microwaved for 10 seconds so it gets soft, dipped in like whatever nut milk I have on hand. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not picky with nut milk, just yeah. as long as there's no additives. And it might even be from this bakery that's around here called Squirrel and the Bee. That's just oh, orgasmic. When are we going? We can go now. I mean, it's fine. I'll bring Ezra. <laughs> I'll strap him in. Um, it's so good. When I gave birth, I had Squirrel and the Bee every single day in the hospital, and I developed like a love affair. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, they saw how many times I went, and they sent me this huge care package. I remember of food. I DM'd you, and oh, I was like, "Bitch, I want that." I ate the whole. Thing. Wait, is it in Summit I was like, oh, I'll freeze it. So I don't need it all. I, every day I defrost it a muffin and defrost it a cookie. And my mom was like, Oh, did you do you have any more of those cookies? I'm like, No. Sorry. Um, It's in Millburn or Short Hills? Okay. So, like, yeah, it's, it's Jersey somewhere. 30 minutes somewhere. from here. Yeah. I'm actually, Jordan and I want to go there, not this weekend, because he's actually leaving Ezra and I to go on a bachelor party. Shut up, Jordan. Yeah, if crazy. You want to come hang. Where's he going? Um, Somewhere. He's going to. Mom, brain. To um park city it was oh, i was gonna say aspen then vale and then i realized it's park city yeah i have no brain uh, so well when you go
0: leaving. i'm gonna put in a little request
1: any of what i want. want. it's so good we should just go one day i know
0: i would love and then to. we can
1: go to your beach house exactly a little jersey day yeah it'd be perfect not on the way but i'll make it on the way we'll make
0: it on the way well that sounds that. like a magnificent day yeah i'm here for it whenever you want to have that day you call me <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> we're gonna have that. we're gonna fly to San Fran tomorrow no to we can have out. option two
1: it's okay, fine fair. we have two options
0: alright well thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you for this having so Ezra and I I'm sorry Ezra, for his burp but congratulations on joining your first podcast I Yay. really feel honored thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.